This is Harry Hog Football. On this week's show, we talk about all the fascinating news from Redskins camp, along with anything else we can think of. On this off-season edition of Harry Hog Football, live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, y'all? Yo, yo, yo. What's up? Yo, yo. A, uh... Black cloud of a day. Yeah, crappy day as far as the uh, Redskins are concerned, in my opinion. With number 56 making his exit. As we pretty much, you know, it was pretty inevitable. At least I thought it was. Yeah, me too. It it was almost like it was just a matter of time. It wasn't a matter of... Yes, but a matter of when. Gotta um, say, I don't think that we're gonna see anyone wearing the number 56 in the burgundy and gold for a long time though. That's right. And in case anybody out there has like been out of touch or out of tune with what happened, uh, Mr. LeVar Arrington is no longer a Washington Redskin. Uh, I guess I should have, uh, disabled call waiting because apparently someone's trying to call, but oh well. They're gonna have to wait. <laughs> Um. Yeah, this uh, there's gonna be uh, (laughs) it's gonna be a lot of people wearing number fifty six up in the stands for a while because Levar Arrington kicked some butt for Washington. Yeah. Yeah, And uh, I don't know what happened. I think it started to go downhill behind closed doors with him and the Danny. And I think ever since then, Danny's kind of had it in for him to get him out. yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we all know, he, I think he got a little bit of a raw deal this past year, and whether or not, you know, that was, I mean, he, it was back and forth, him saying he was being humble and trying to learn the scheme, and, you know, but if you remember, like, the first, I don't know, however many games, you know, we're doing the podcast, and we, we kept saying, where is LeVar? What is the deal? And they just weren't telling us anything about it. And, you know, it was kind of like, we, I had that bad feeling in my stomach sort of from that point on all the rest of the season. Even when he came back and he was starting to look like his old self a little bit, his old self, it just seemed, you know, that was kind of looming there, you know, is he really gonna, is he really gonna be a Redskin for much longer? Yeah, I mean, they weren't playing him on, on, he wasn't being, he was, they weren't playing him on passing down. It's, you just gotta, Got the feeling. I mean, they weren't playing him on every down. They just weren't utilizing him to his best effort. And I'm, I'm frankly, honestly, I'm kind of happy for him because I think, I hope that he will be moving on to a team that will be able to use, utilize the talent that he has um, a lot more thoroughly than he was able to with the Redskins the last few years because Greg Williams' scheme just just wasn't doing it for him. Yeah. Yeah, but mark my words. He still got it. So. Mark my words right here. I want to be the first to say. That I think this is the biggest mistake the Redskins have had since uh, hiring Dion was to was to let Lavar go. They should have tried to keep him and get him in there. He's too good of a player. Well, you know, I mean, I li- I watched the whole the whole Joe Gibbs um, uh, news conference today, and you know, Joe Gibbs is a guy that you tend to believe what he says. Um, yeah, I mean, he's an upstanding guy and. He, you know, he basically came out and said, look, 
you know, we, we, we tried to work with LeVar, and he was trying to work with us, and, you know, we had a couple of options we put on the table, and he said, and I like to, to think that the choice was LeVar's. You know, the first option was contingent upon if they had this collective bargaining agreement. If it actually happened, you know, there was a way for LeVar to stay with the Redskins. They offered him that. He would have been there next year had he chosen that option. He would have had to do some contract restructuring to make that happen. The second option was, you know, they were willing to release him and make him a free agent, but he was going to have to help them out in the cap sum. The choices were his. He chose the second option. Uh... You know, I think he just had that bitter taste in his mouth, and he and, and but but in his heart also, you know, he wanted to help the Redskins in any way that he could. So I think it was good for him. It's good for the Redskins. You know, he's been trying to put it off and deny it, but he's he's actually ready to uh, to move on, like you guys said, to to another team that can use his full abilities, and he'll return to his glory and his Pro Bowl days and everything else. Yeah, but you're forgetting his third option is he already had a contract, so they should have honored that. Well, you know, I've, I've been following this cap thing pretty closely this past week. and I, I mean, I just got to say, it, it, we knew it was going to come down to it. He's $12 million against the cap. You know, it, it all hinged on one thing or another, like this collective bargaining agreement. That's why for the past three days, if you've been checking out Harry Hog Football, if anybody has, has been checking out the website, we've been putting what, what the deal has been going on with all of that, you know, if it was going to happen. Because technically, if that could have happened, you know, the teams could have all had another $10 million or so possibly, um, you know, bringing the cap up to like $105 million rather than $95 million. Well, if you do some math, you figure, hey, Take Lavar out of the picture at that point because there's twelve million dollars right there. So I mean, there's ten million dollars right there, and he was twelve million against the cap. So it would have been real easy to do if that agreement, you know, was put in place. That was not put in place. He obviously, with free agency starting, needs to be able to know what he's doing next year and put himself in a position. He's still a young guy at 27 that can yeah, oh yeah, that he can get himself into a position to return to where he was. And and I think that that's that's really what. Uh, what happened with with Lavar? I think it was a decision that he had to stand up and make as much as the Redskins did. And Joe Gibbs, you know, said too, "I hate to see, you know, I hate to see him go. I wish we could have worked it out. I hate to see things, you know, in like this in any situation." He said, "But I think, and I think that Lavar thinks that this is the best for everybody, and hopefully that's the case. And all we can do, I guess, is just wish him well and, and be sad that we won't see him in a Redskin uniform next year." Yeah, yeah. Like I said earlier, though, I think it's definitely the best deal for LeVar because he needs to go and play somewhere where he can play, not will play him. And we said and it before. Play I... him in the game and not play him like, like the Redskins coaching staff and I guess the Danny were doing. Yeah. Because um, he was getting a raw deal. So, yeah. you know, no. I'm, I'm pretty happy for him. I'm yeah. just sad to see him go because he's a hell of a player. But, you know, I think things are going to work out the best for everyone. I'm hoping. Yeah. And I thought there's a good article that came out this afternoon in the Post uh, by Jason Locke and Bora. Um, it is dated today at 4:42 p.m. Came out this afternoon, and basically he's talking. He's got some quotes from Lavar saying he's really trying to put a positive spin on everything, and that he's never going to really leave the area completely. He's going to keep working with his charities in the Washington area, and. Um, Hopefully it'll work out the best for everyone. He didn't have a bad thing to say, and I was like, "Well, there's a class act." Yeah. The yeah. only thing that could could make this worse, though, is if he goes to a certain team that I'm not going to mention. <laughs> I don't know. Well, there's three teams. 
that that would be bad, but especially the one. Yeah, I, you know, I was reading today. Somebody said, um, uh, or they said, somebody wrote in a blog somewhere. Jerry Jones, sign him now and keep him forever. <laughs> so. Oh man, but on a on a better note, you know, with every uh, you know instance of bad news, we have some good news. John's favorite cornerback will not be a Redskin next year, apparently. Um, Walt Harris. Walt Harris, he's off. He's gone, right, at, John? At the bottom of the article, the the post is is uh. On the Redskin notes at the bottom of that article, apparently Brandon Noble, who of course uh, has been battling horrible infections in his uh, his uh, knees that he's been getting operated on, he actually was in the hospital for a while because of a bad infection that that they said may have threatened his life for a while. Wow! Um, and his career definitely is is done. Uh, and he, Walt Harris, and Corey Raymer have already been informed by by Coach Gibbs that they're going to be cut. And. Um, didn't say anyone else. It says that Ramsey has not been talked to about it yet. They're figuring out. They got to wait for the uh, collective bargaining agreement to finally, hopefully, <laughs> get done. Um, and we're supposed, hopefully, we'll hear about that tomorrow. They're going to vote on it again. Right. Dallas. And um, well, dude, they're going to trade the, Ramsey. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say they're going to trade Ramsey. That's what they're hoping for. They don't want to cut him. They're hoping to get something for him. Yeah, they need to get something for him. I mean. Yeah. And they need to do all of this stuff by by Wednesday night because free agency supposedly is going to start now. I mean, after being postponed twice, it's going to start on Thursday at 12.01 a.m., I believe. Right. And all the players on the Redskins that have been uh, restructuring their contracts, all of those restructurings are contingent on there not being an extension. So if it does get extended, which we're hoping it does, um, then I guess all of those reworkings and restructurings are all pretty much moot except for Arrington's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the people, they've got a list of some of the players. Uh, Brunel, Fortis, Springs, Cornelius, um, John Jansen, Randy Thomas, Ronaldo, and Philip Daniels all have restructured. Right. Um, of course, continued on the CBA not being extended. Right. So well, all those cool. guys stepped up and said, hey, you know, I'll, I'll take a little cut to uh, help keep the team together. So I thought that was pretty cool. I, I like the way that Mark Brunel stepped up earlier in the week after, especially after the post said that he was not going to do it and then he stepped up and said why yes I am and I hope other people do it I hate the fact that uh, people are talking bad about me in the press when they don't know what they're talking about right especially the Washington Post I mean a lot of people yeah. look to the Post sports for Redskins news and you know yeah. it's just you hate to see that you hate to see that although I gotta say it is that the Post is a good offset to the uh, happy bright cheery WashingtonRedskins.com website oh my god is ever wrong <laughs> what was it? I was reading an article by Casey Hubbard about Arrington, and all of a sudden they just started like dogging on Arrington, like for the last half of the article. No, I read that too. And I was like, dude, yesterday you were saying how good he was, and now that he's leaving the team, you're dogging on him. It's like, shut up, dude. Well, yeah, I mean, well, consider the source, the writer. And, well, speaking of that, I gotta say, man, I watched this interview with Coach Gibbs today. Dude, I just can't stand watching Larry Michaels do live interviews. Uh, he's horrible, isn't he? Oh, my God. Everyone out there, send us in some comments what you think about Larry Michaels and how he's, like, ripping up the broadcast radio booth of the Redskins. Yeah, although, uh, on a note from last week's podcast, um, I did go online and do some research, and apparently the, the whole thing about Sam Huff getting pulled 
or they're saying they're trying to pull him off the broadcast is a rumor and a rumor only. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's what we're we're hoping. That's still the truth. But that is that is the word on the street right. at this point on the street, yo. John, give us your other speculation. Oh, yeah. well, give us your other speculation that you won't hear on any other Redskins oh, source. One that, that you and I talked about before the podcast. Yeah, the conspiracy theory. The conspiracy theory. Well, you know, I don't think that Danny would be the only one to do it because there are guys like Jerry Jones out there. But wouldn't it just not surprise you at all if suddenly an article came out and said that uh, the Danny was slipping some envelopes under the table to certain players? Like, oh, you take a cut. Oh, here, take this right. envelope and take it home with you at the same time. <laughs> and so you're doing business with you. Here, you took a ten million dollar okay? Yeah. Yeah, it, it, I, I I could see that happening with a number of teams that are flush with money, right. like the Redskins and Cowboys and those guys. Wouldn't surprise me if we ever heard anything about that. That's just something that popped into my mind. Um, not to bet on the Danny in this case, because I mean, you know, we try to keep an honest opinion on everything. But hey, we gotta be we gotta watch <laughs> out. Suck. We gotta watch out saying stuff like that because tomorrow the Post might report it. Harry Hawk football has reported that. Yeah, it's like let us say right now that that's just a theory. Um, We're not saying that happened. We we do have some other things to talk about. Uh, Not to move on. uh, Wishing all, wishing Lavar all the best in this. And uh, yeah, good luck, dude. Yeah, Yeah, good good luck, luck, dude. Don't go to Dallas. You know he's still going to come up in the podcast from time to time. Oh yeah. Yeah, or else you wouldn't have anything to say, Josh. What's that? I said, if it wasn't for Lavar, you wouldn't have anything to say. I know. Well, as a matter of fact, I'm wearing my jersey right now in honor of Lavar. I had to wear it today. I had to put it on. <laughs> um, here, here's something that I wanted to bring up. The uh, I was doing. I was looking at uh, what's kind of happening over in uh, NFL Europe. You know, mm-hmm. we sent some some guys over there. We signed some guys and sent them over. And um, and then we talk about a few weeks back. Uh, John's favorite player, his favorite uh, kick returner, receiver. Oh, Ed Brown. Yeah, he's awesome, dude. <laughs> Except for I that, he's not. Glad he's on the Amsterdam Admirals. Well, here's the thing, dude. I started looking on the rosters, and I couldn't find him. Apparently, they made their final cuts this past week, and I only was able to find five Redskins in all of the entire NFL Europe. And basically, really? yes, and basically. Amsterdam Admirals, I searched high and low. I could not find A. Brown. If somebody, if somebody sees something different, let me know. You know, going online, looking at their roster that they've just completed, you know, the 48 guys that they've signed, and he's not there. Well, dude, didn't you know but A. Brown, is, a. Brown is so good that they don't have to put him on the roster. What's that? A. Brown is so good they don't have to list him. They just expect <laughs> you to know that he's there. Well, yeah, he's probably sitting back at home and, you know, resting his hands. Right for the uh, for the upcoming season for all the kicks he's going to return <laughs> and the kisses he well, needs to blow. I started looking on there. We put on harryhogfootball.com dot com this past week um, a, a bunch of stuff, and I said, you know, uh, I thought it would be cool if we talked about a kicker uh, because you know we've talked about it a little bit before the the troubles that uh, that we've had in that area, and uh, and you know maybe we should start taking a look at uh, at who's out there. And uh, one of the guys that um, that came up is uh, Connor Hughes out of Virginia. Oh yeah, I mean, it's, he's been kicking a mile. He's Dude, awesome. Me and John uh, have been talking about him for like two website. years. I mean, he's got some fifty-plus yarders, and that's awesome for for a college ball guy. Um, he, he, oh yeah, he started as a freshman, and he never looked back. I mean, this kid, 
this kid's played in a lot of clutch games. I know some of you out there are like, well, it's not like UVA's got a great team, but they've had some pretty some pretty big games over the last few years. And he started as a freshman, and he's played all four years. I mean, I've, I've never had that much confidence in a college kicker to kick a 50-yarder. Right. But if he walked out there, because I'm a season ticket holder at UVA, and if you walk out, he walked out on the field, even if it was like 52, 53 yards, it was like, he's got it. Wow. He's got that, nerves of steel. Not only that, but I've seen him kick it to the back of the end zone. Well, he's a lot. He's like, <laughs> um, he's like at what, 87%, I think, is what his, uh, is, is what his percentage was as far as field goals and extra points. Or, yeah, yeah, or yeah, point after touchdowns. Dudes, I For a four year starter in college, it's pretty darn good. I don't know what the stats were, but even as, I mean, the field goal kicking was pretty bad for the last couple of years for the Redskins, but even worse than that was the fact that we got such poor field position because our kicker couldn't get the ball past the 10-yard line. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think John Hall's great because he likes to tackle and stuff like that, but, man, you you got to put some distance on that ball. Well, I just question, um, like, whether or not he'll, be, he'll stay healthy enough consistently. I mean... I agree. I think that's a very good you know, point. It's not that I'm ragging on John Hall. It's just that I think, hey, maybe it's time to look at some other options. And we did, to get back to NFL Europe, we did sign Tyler Jones, who's a kicker out of Boise State. And mm-hmm. um, and I think he was on the practice squad for the Bears for a while. But uh, he's over playing for the Sea Devils. Over Yon <laughs> across the pond. When does uh, that season start, by the way? What's that? It doesn't start till the summer, does it? Uh, you know, I'm not really sure. I don't think so. I think they're, they're just, they just got the roster down and they're, in, they're going into practice now. Okay. Um, but, uh, Richard Smith is a wide receiver out of Arkansas. He's also, he's playing with Tyler on the Sea Devils. Um, then we got, uh, Stephen Harris, another wide receiver out of Arkansas, who's playing for the Fire. Um, the Ryan Fire. And then the two other guys the Redskins have over there is Eric Williams, a cornerback out of Oregon State. And Jonathan Combs. Jonathan <laughs> Combs. Daryl Green's little friend. <laughs> the running back out of Texas College. Man, I don't know. I don't know how he's hanging around like a hemorrhoid. Man, he's been there. <laughs> I don't know how he keeps his name in there because, <laughs> man, I remember the preseason. He sucked. Kind of like Taylor Jacobs. Why do they keep bringing him back? Here, all right, guys. I figured out the entire receiver problem. I thought about this over the last couple of days, and this is what I think they should do: cut Taylor Jacobs. Resigned Denarius McCants, right? And then between Denarius McCants, Patton, and uh, Santana Moss, I think they'll be all right. You know, I, I hope so. We said it before. I think it would be awesome if we could figure out a way to get Antoine Randall. Oh man! Because yeah. because here's why: we get rid of Ramsey and get some money for him. Randall, he was a quarterback in college. The, the guy can throw a football. Oh, I mean, the guy can do. He can do anything. So I mean, so. Immediately, we got to build. We've got a built-in backup third quarterback in Randall L, along with all of his other talents. That's true. It's like getting three for one kind of thing. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, kind of. I mean, if they get Randall L, they're not going to have him focus on quarterback. Kind of like Brian Mitchell, you know, someone that's really versatile. Right. That'd be great. I mean, speaking that's of, definitely at the top of my wish list. Speaking of Brian Mitchell, I left him off one of my favorite Redskins list, but he's got to be on there. Anyway. Anyway, what else do we talk about? Um, Sean, Tri- Sean Taylor, his his uh, <laughs> his trial has been pushed off until the 10th of April now. Right. He's got three lawyers on the case. 
and they went in initially for the meeting with the judge, and the judge said, I will not waive the mandatory three-year sentence if a firearm was indeed used in this crime. So, or was in, indeed brandished or shown or whatever. Right. Waved around in the air. Um, so, I mean, who knows? I mean, he could be facing, like we said before, what, 46 years or something like that? Yeah, it could get ugly if they ever get it to trial. Yeah. Dude, but, uh, dude, if OJ can get off... Um, <laughs> tell me about it. Sean OJ Taylor. Can get off, there's hope for Sean Taylor. Yeah. Don't well, give up hope. There's a few million dollars, and I will save in the cap there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling his contract could be null and void. Right. Um, yeah, if you go to jail for pulling a gun on someone that stole your ATV, this contract is null and void. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Anyway, I'm trying to think. We had some other stuff. Um, we got that that new blog is going pretty good. We've got a lot of hits on our site over the last two weeks. In fact, in the last two weeks, we got as many hits to our site as what, like the last two months or something. Something like that. And yeah. it's not even during football season. So, you hey, guys, uh, you guys are helping us getting this going pretty good. So we appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to give a shout out to Lee over at. Uh uh, the Redskin Report online. If you listen in, check out the Redskin Report. Uh, he does some pretty insightful, uh, some blogging himself and he's got, he got, he's got some links up there to the Harry Hawk football website as well. So thanks to him for putting links up to us. Yeah, thanks, dude. Um, I haven't checked out the Redskins Report, but I'll do that. I'll see what, what he's got up there. It's, uh, yeah, right on. The RedskinReport.com. Cool. Is that kind of like the top? And now, the Dockery Report. Is for Dockery, but uh, essentially they signed an agreement that they get to match, or they'll match anything, any offer from another team for Dockery. Yeah, and that's what I said. Does that mean that if he doesn't get another offer from another team, he's got to play for the Redskins for free? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, yeah, that's the Dockery Report. The Dockery Report. In fact, I made a nice little sound bite for that. Maybe I'll plug it in here in post-production. <laughs> <laughs> and now, the Dockery Report. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, well, dude, I, guess, I mean, I don't know what else is there. Um... Uh, I, know, I know one thing. Over the next week, there's going to be a lot of changes happening with this free agency, so we'll probably have tons of stuff to talk about next week. Um, go ahead and write us at um, redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com. Give us your comments. Um, we, That's Harry, H-A-R-R-Y, hogfootball.com. Some of you guys sent in your favorite and most hated redskins. The, the most common, I would say, were uh, Daryl Green, Art Monk, for the most loved, of course. Yes. Um, <laughs> most hated, I think it was probably, probably unanimous that Dion was the most hated. John oh, Riggins, man. Terry Allen, uh, those guys loved. Yeah, Dion was definitely showing up. Everybody that was writing in said, Dion, most hated ever. <laughs> Things like that. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Daryl Pounds. Yeah, yeah. I can still hear Sonny Jurgensen going. It was Daryl Powell. <laughs> <laughs> who, 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 who got burned on that? It was, was Daryl Powell. <laughs> Char made the list. Char. Yeah. 
cardboard on it. Yeah. I wanted to put uh, the whole hogs on the love list. But... Pictures of these up right on the podcast. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I also wanted to give a shout out on that list, although it doesn't quite make my favorite Redskin ever. But I loved Trey Johnson while he played. Oh uh, yeah, man, Trey Johnson was a bad dude. Big number seventy-seven. Because his knees could have held up, he was so good. He could pull like nobody's business. He was fast. Because uh-huh. when it comes time to eat, I'm not a patient man. What a great quote, <laughs> Trey, Trey Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> so anyway, oh, we were going to point out that uh, you sent a. An email to good old, uh, what was he, number five? <laughs> the Heath Shuler. Heath Shuler. Who's running Shuler. for Congress in North Carolina. But that was, what, 95, 96? I think when, it was 95. Yeah, 95, he was quarterback for the Redskins. Uh, he is now running for Congress in western North Carolina. And uh, he's got a website, HeathShuler.com, if you'd like to go check it out. We're working hard to get Heath Shuler on the show, and uh, <laughs> he's uh, he's he's got a good stance on the um, on labor uh, labor issues and so on and so forth. So uh, we thought especially it'd be good to get him on now while all these labor talks are going on. We'll see if he responds to us. Uh, we've shot him a couple of emails, and apparently the site their site has just gone up recently or something like that, and uh, and they're working on it. So they're sending out auto responses right now. But anyway, we're, we're going to try to get him on. If we can do it, we'll do it. If he wants to talk to us, hey, we'll also go I'm ahead. I'm sure he would love to talk to us about his tenure with the Redskins. That's right. Oh yeah, and while we're at it, while we're at it, dudes, why don't we just go ahead and try to get Sonny Jurgensen on next week too? Hey, sounds good. See what he has to say about the Frank situation. Yeah. And Larry, <laughs> see how he feels about Larry. Man, <laughs> <laughs> actually, Sonny Jurgensen would probably be pretty funny on here. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so, all right. Uh, anyway, uh, if you guys haven't done so, go check out the website HarryHogFootball.com. Um, people are starting to leave uh, comments on posts and, and whatnot, and uh, it's good to see people's comments. We actually, um, you know, we we always hear from the the old the standbys, the old usuals like uh, Brent that always writes in, but. Um, we had a new, somebody made a comment, uh, a female actually named Caitlin, uh, commented on, on, uh, one of the posts that we put up. And, you know, as we were doing these things called Peep of the Day, well, I don't know why we called them Peep of the Day. It just, I don't know where that came from. She said, and we talked about it last week, we said maybe we should call them Squeals of the Day. And we were joking around. And she wrote in and said, you should definitely call them Squeals of the Day. So from here on out, they're going to be Squeals of the Day. And we are putting, we are putting squeals on the website that you can just go push the play button, listen to them. You don't have to download any software or anything like that. It'll just play. So um, Far anyway, out, check out the website. Leave your comments. Yeah, do that, and um, we'll get back to you probably uh, next Monday. It looks like. And until then, um, hail to the Redskins. Peace out, and good luck, Lavar. Good luck, Lavar. Yeah. Good, good luck, Lavar. Hail to the Redskins. Hail, Hail to, to the, the Redskins. Redskins.